and spun the volume dial down to zero. Friend of yours, Mum? Loyfe asked slyly. Yup, most definitely one of mine right now. Actually, he's from here. A criminal from Kvalvik? Really? He left Kvalvik before we moved here. Come on, I've got to go in ten minutes if you want a lift. Loyfe yawned. It's all right, I'll walk. It's raining, Gunnar warned. It's all right. I'm meeting Finnur and we'll walk together. Fair enough. I should be back at five unless something crops up. I'll let you know. I might not go to college in Kaflavik, Loyfi said suddenly. What? Gunnar said, startled. I might go to Hapnarpjörður instead. Their psychology department's better. If you're driving every day now, you could give me a lift in the mornings, couldn't you? Gunnar thought for a moment of how early they would need to leave every morning to take Loyfi to Hapnarpjörður and still get herself to work on time. Psychology? I thought you wanted to do business studies. Loyfi frowned. Business studies is so 2007. It's just not cool anymore. We'll see, sweetheart. We can talk it over tonight. See you later, Gunnar said, sweeping up car keys and her mobile phone. Yeah, did he? Remember this face, do you? A look of alarm spread rapidly across the young man's heavy features. Hey, Ommi, good to see ya, he said, his voice hollow. Didn't know you were out yet. I'm not, not officially, Ommi leered, dropping a long arm heavily across Diddy's shoulders and sauntering with him along the deserted street. What? Did a runner? So it's you they're looking for, is it? Brilliant! Yeah. Where'd you live now, Diddy? Just round there, not far. Yeah, Diddy, but where? Diddy quailed and blanched. Just up the road! Ommi used the hand draped across Diddy's shoulders to haul him round in a half circle, slamming him face first against a raw grey concrete wall a fist planted squarely over his kidneys. Diddy wanted to yell for help, but knowing that nothing would be forthcoming in a neighbourhood where people avoided involving themselves in other folks' problems, he steeled himself to stay quiet. What's the matter, Ommi? he warbled. Ommi leaned close. Diddy, you let us down. You owe. What? What's that, Ommi? You know. With one hand, Ommi gripped a handful of greasy hair, swinging with the other to land a smack to the side of Diddy's head that raised a whimper and left his victim in a daze. Ommi loved the satisfying smack of fist on flesh, the rush of adrenaline, the flush of power. He'd missed this in prison. You know, he repeated, you owe. Soon you'll have to pay up. All debts will be honoured in full. Understood? Diddy nodded. Blood was starting to seep from his right ear onto the shoulder of his denim jacket, and his head was buzzing. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Hope so. You haven't seen me. Don't know where I am. I didn't do it on me. That's what you say. Ommi hissed, delivering a punch to the kidneys that left Diddy unable to stand on his own feet.
The whole thing had taken no longer than a minute, and already Omni was nowhere to be seen. Cross-eyed with pain, Diddy wondered if long Omar Magnusson had really appeared and beaten him up in the broad light of morning. The ringing in his ears and the taste of bile convinced him that it had been all too real as he threw up messily across the pavement. Across the street, an overcoated gentleman in a peaked cap kept his eyes to the front and his chin high, making sure that he saw nothing. The address was only a few hundred metres from the police station at Kverfisgata, and Gunnar decided to go on foot. She strode through the encroaching darkness of the windy afternoon, with Helgi loping at her side. There was already a patrol car and an ambulance outside, with lights flashing, as they arrived at the stairwell of the block of modern flats, and found a young officer...